This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 712. Empathy, sympathy, compassion. What's the difference and do you have them? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 34 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Today, our listener asks us the difference between three close terms, empathy, sympathy, and compassion. Find out what the differences are and why these words matter for your business success or your dating life. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Michelle, what's shaking? Hey, Lindsay, not too much, not too much. Just getting through the week. How about you? Yeah, getting through the week quite successfully, I would say. I'm planning to do a little hiking this weekend on Saturday, but it's going to be crazy cold on Saturday, so I'm a little nervous. I know, it's going to be freezing. I know, like who goes up to the mountains on the coldest days? I I don't know why we're going, but (laughs) we're going. (laughs) Uh I just want to get active, you know, I want to get out there, breathe in the fresh air. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, so it should be good. But Michelle, I have a question for you to start off today. Uh huh. Well, how do you think that someone could develop compassion? Or, you know, is it a trait that you're born with? Uh, that's a deep question, Lindsay. Well, Michelle, we like to go deep on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess, I guess it's not, maybe you're not. But uh, are you born with it? I think you are born with a little bit of it, but I also think it has to do with how you're raised, and probably it's a it's a, a, something that is really developed when you're a little kid. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, what about empathy? Do you think that's also developed mostly as a little kid? Um, uh, yeah, but I also think that empathy could be. I think empathy is more learned as by experience. Okay, interesting, interesting. Oh, boy. Well, here's another question, another tough one for you. Well, maybe this one's easy. Would you rather have someone that has 
Or would you rather encounter empathy from someone else or sympathy? <laughs> this is really hard. <laughs> um, I, I think either one is good, um, but I guess empathy, I think of empathy as being a little stronger. Yeah, me too. So we're going to talk about this today, guys. And so today we're talking about empathy, sympathy, and compassion. You know, really what these terms mean, how they're similar, how they're different, and how you guys can use them. And these are terms that are in the public conversation right now, right? Uh Um, I know that compassion is a term that's in my Buddhist practice a lot. Um, You know, a lot of Buddhists believe it's one of the factors that brings you to enlightenment, you know? And, you know, um, that's something we're going to touch on in a little bit. But all these words are kind of around society and they're so important especially now that we're facing you know some some tough times with the administration right um and what's going on in the world and the way people are conducting themselves due to who's in power in the united states so it's very important that we know about these terms Mm -hmm. what do you think do you agree yeah of course that's i think it's always important (laughs) absolutely absolutely so guys before we get into it if you are preparing for the ielts exam we have an awesome podcast if you go over and you subscribe to ielts energy podcast we can show you what you need to know to get ready okay all right so michelle let's read the students question today i love it when our episodes come directly from students questions so michelle would you mind reading the question sure okay Uh, dear Lindsay and michelle thank you for your wonderful and useful podcast. I keep listening to it and highly recommend it for all learners to boost communication skills. Thank you. (laughs) Would you be so kind to devote an episode to the three kinds of similar to three kinds of similar words? Empathy, sympathy, and compassion. Thanks in advance. Great question. Yeah, I don't have the student's name, so I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Um, But it's a good question. And the the student already knows that these words are quite similar. Okay, so today, guys, we're really digging into the nuances. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just be ready for, you know, the nuances, not where, you know, you guys are at the right level to look at the nuances of different words. So let's dive into it, Michelle. What is compassion? Okay. Well, compassion is a feeling of deep sympathy. And so, this is from the dictionary. So this is from um, the dictionary. I'm not, I'm not so uh, profound <laughs> with my words. A feeling of deep sympathy and sorrow for another who is stricken by misfortune, accompanied by the strong, by a strong desire to alleviate his su- uh, the suffering. Exactly. And so that's where it's seen in kind of everyday language. And it's, as I said in the beginning, it's also seen in, in Buddhism. I see, I hear this word all the time because I go to these talks every Wednesday night. Um, and I work on my meditation practice. So it's very much in that niche community. And it's considered, uh, this is sort of an interesting detail, but it's considered one of the four Brahma Viharas, which are the highest attitudes or emotions. And in the, the the language, the Pali language, it's called Karuna, and it's the near enemy. Uh, its near enemy is pity. This is important, actually. Its near enemy is pity, and its far enemy is cruelty. Do you mm. know what I mean when we say mm-hmm. near enemy and far enemy? Yeah, yeah. Something that's close, but it's not good close. It's not the same, right? It's close, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. And the kind of the opposite is the far enemy, is mm-hmm. cruelty. Okay. So it's interesting that it's near enemy is pity because that makes me think of sympathy. A yeah. Bit. 
right? And what is sympathy according to the dictionary? Sympathy is feelings of pity and sorrow mm-hmm. for someone else's misfortune. Oh, I love how these words are just leading into each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and so a lot of like sympathy gets kind of a bad reputation nowadays when we put it against empathy. But let's talk about sympathy a little bit. So here's a quote. They had sympathy. They had great sympathy for the flood victims. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I'm sure a lot of people had a lot of sympathy when we had the Katrina, Hurricane Katrina. That was a big mess that happened in 2006 here. Yeah. Okay. But we line this up a lot in our conversations, cultural conversations against empathy. Mm-hmm. And it's always considered less than. Um, but I guess I also think that another difference between empathy and sympathy is that sympathy is like a passing mind state, right? Mm-hmm. But I think of empathy as more of a character trait. Do yes. you agree? Yeah, I think people are empathetic. It's it's this it's the idea of being able to actually feel someone's pain. Exactly, exactly. So I wouldn't say that someone is sympathetic as a character trait so much. <clears throat> it's more of like something someday You're, one for day a specific after, situation. Exactly. I think that's an important difference between empathy and sympathy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with empathy that you know. We're going to talk about it in a second, but you can build it. But I think most of the time you either have it or you don't as a basic character trait. You're taught it as a kid or you're not. Mm-hmm. But we could de- we could debate that out for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just go back to sympathy. I don't want to pass over this too quickly because we want to show you guys how it's used in English. What are some phrases where we use it? Okay. So in English, you might say, oh, I would like to express my deepest sympathy for your loss, right? If somebody somebody has died. So that's a place where I think it would be fine to use that. What do you think? Is that, would you? Yeah, would you, you want to say like, you don't have like empathy cards, right? When somebody's uh-huh. that, it's right. always a sympathy card. And that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> because empathy is more like, um, oh, you, 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 you feel it and you kind of act it out a bit. It's more of a mind state. Or yeah. It's more of a, a trait, like a character trait. But this is, yeah, sympathy is like a thing you do, you, you give sympathy to someone, right? Here's another one. I can sympathize with your point of view. Now, this is used in slightly different situations, right? Not about death so much. Right, right. It's kind of like, okay, I I, I understand your, I understand what you're going through or what you feel. Right. And it's usually like, I think that you might use this phrase in response to like a serious conversation, but it's not necessarily like a tragedy or a loss, right? Right, 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 right. Guys, this summer, I went around the United States and I interviewed native speakers with all different accents and different perspectives. One of the topics that I looked at was gun control. And I went to a gun show in Texas. I interviewed a guy named Coleman. He's a native speaker. And he told me how he felt about Americans being able to carry guns. We've taken this video and we've turned it into a lesson to help you improve your English listening skills using the bridge to connection method. To get this lesson for free, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, now let's get on to the king, the queen of these emotions, <laughs> which is empathy. Okay. Uh, 
What do you think? So empathy is like, I just always think of you can feel someone's pain. So a lot of people say that this is one of the biggest or the biggest trait they look for in a partner, right, Lindsay? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. And I would agree with that. I think for me, if I think about my top like five things that I want in a life partner, someone who has high levels of empathy, that'd be extremely important throughout your lifetime. You right, know? right, right, right. You, exactly. you absolutely must have that in a partner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so again, going back to the differences between empathy and sympathy, right? We're not looking down on someone. It's not condescending, right? You're instead, you're st- where, which is sympathy. Instead, you're standing in the person's shoes with empathy. You're feeling what they're feeling without actually experiencing the tragedy that they experienced, right? Michelle, right. that's what you said. Yep. Okay. Yeah, right. So, I mean, if you are like a highly empathetic person, you probably are always anticipating mm-hmm. how someone will feel or sensing how someone feels. Like you're always in attuned to it, right? Yeah. And it's super important in the workplace. I mean, nowadays, empathy is a word that's in our conversation in the business world, right? So it's coming out, you know, there's always, there's, um, there are a lot of studies, like if you look at um, Harvard Business Review, mm-hmm. there's uh, one one episode that I'll leave a link to and it says empathy, the title is empathy is still lacking in the leaders who need it most. Mm. So there's lots of studies. Now there's a lot of like um, consulting companies that will come in and try to work on helping employees build empathy. It's like a buzzword in the business world now. Right. Um, yeah. Because actually, I know somebody who works in a corporate, a friend of mine is very empathetic and she works in the corporate world and she's able to build great relationships around the office due to her high levels of empathy. It's just amazing. It's incredible. Hmm. Um, and I know that she's going to be extremely successful throughout her career because she has empathy. Mm. Yeah. But how do you think this could be like in across cultures, Michelle, how could we get confused here? Um, well, it, it might be displayed differently across cultures, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that empathy is a cult is a human trait. Do you agree with that? Like all humans probably definitely can experience empathy. Do you agree? Most, I, I, unless I they're hope like so. Sociopaths. Unless, exactly. That's the, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, unless you're talking about a criminal, a future criminal, or, you know, someone who's a psych- psychopath, sociopath, then most people have the ability to feel empathy. Right. But the way that we might express it, uh, express it across cultures could be different. And I could see how that could lead to some confusion in the workplace. Right. 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 Exactly. Um, yeah, how to express yourself and how to show and you don't know across con- uh, cultures how this will be taken. Yeah, exactly. And I like to go to, back to the dating conversation here because we have a fun role play. Um, I'm going to ask you how important empathy is for you, Michelle, in your dating life. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. It'll be fun. <laughs> and so, guys, remember, you can't get the role plays unless you do subscribe to the transcript. So, subscribe to them at allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. And we're going to talk through this role play after we do it. So, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hey, Michelle. Would you <laughs> rather date someone who has high levels of empathy or who has a stable job? Mm, I'd go for someone with empathy. That's a trait that's harder to learn later in life, but you can certainly build job skills anytime. Yeah, I see what you mean, but I'd go for the guy with a decent job. I feel like if you know someone doesn't have career ambition, that says something about them. 
Yeah, maybe. I guess no one would sympathize with you if you married someone who has a lot of empathy, but no money, and you ended up poor. <laughs> Everyone would say, I told you so. <laughs> yeah. And compassion is another thing I look for in a partner. If he doesn't have a soft side, then I can't imagine being with him long term. Oh, I think I know just the person for you. Want me to set you up on a blind date? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I sounded a little confused about the traits that I wanted because I didn't care about empathy, but I wanted compassion. Yeah. Which is, th- yeah. Which is strange, right? Because I think one thing that our listeners should take away today is that empathy and compassion are pretty similar. Yeah. Would you agree? Yes. And it's interesting. Sorry to... Well, maybe we should go through the role play before I make this point. Yeah. Let's go through the role play. Let's do it. So let's start at the top. Go ahead, Michelle. What was the first one we used? You said, do you, would you rather date someone who has high levels of empathy, right? Meaning that they can feel other people's pain uh, Mm -hmm. or have a state or if they have a stable job, right? And then um, I said that I'd go with empathy. (laughs) Okay, good. And I disagreed with you. Um, I said a stable job was more important, career ambition. And then I said, I guess, or you said, I guess no one would sympathize with you. So we're using sympathy in a different way. We're using it as a verb. Right, right, right. Yeah, so uh, check that out again with the with the transcripts, guys. Sympathize with you and married someone who has a lot of empathy, but no money, and you ended uh-huh. up poor. <laughs> right. And then what? What happened after that? Um, yeah, then you said, and compassion is another thing. If he doesn't have a soft side, I can't imagine being with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of confused. Okay. So yeah. what, what, did, what do you want to point out there, Michelle? Uh, just this idea of whether empathy can be learned or not. Because I, I mm. think in the beginning, I said that comes with having more experience. And yet here we're talking about it as something you learn as a kid. That's an interesting conversation. I mean, really I don't want to get it take up forever to have this debate. But um, yeah. I mean, originally, I felt this, I mean, I understand what you're saying about it being something that's learned as a child. But at the same time, I think that you can, de- you can develop, I, I mean, you have to have a certain amount of empathy, I think, when you're born, but I think you develop it also by having experiences so that you can, Mm. you know what it feels like when someone's going through something. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. This is really interesting. And obviously, we don't have time for the debates. Yeah, yet, but maybe we can do it. Like, I'd love to go into this another day, because yeah. it's super interesting. I think you're right. I mean, I think probably like my opinion is that you, you need a basic like, yeah, uh, baseline level of it that you do kind of need to learn yeah. in your home life from probably from your yeah. upbringing, your parents. And then, and then, you know, maybe we could like what happens to us after that is important. Like we could harden up and forget how to be empathetic. Right. Or we could open up to it more. Right. Right. Because we've been in certain conditions. Like maybe we've traveled the world and we've right. seen certain things that will bring out our empathy more. Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, or you, yeah. One. Seen certain things are just. Yeah, experience, had some experience yourself. I mean, like, I mean, yeah. I'm even thinking about like, oh, if, like, for example, you go to a party mm-hmm. and you don't know anyone and you're just like looking around the room and you feel awkward and it's a bad night. And then, yeah. you know, two years from then you go to another party and you have all these friends and you're looking at that one person who and then you can remember oh. feeling that way, like that kind of thing. Absolutely. That's a good point. So your own experiences of being like an outsider. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know someone who um, was kind of an outsider as a kid and was teased a little bit as a kid. And as a result, she's developed very high empathy as a, as an adult. Yeah. But that could have gone the other way. And the person could have clo- closed off and become like more sociopathic, uh-huh. <laughs> <right>? sociopathological. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? You never know. Yeah. But so, interesting topic. 
Really interesting topic. What you guys could do to follow up from today's episode is you could just do a quick search on Google. You could Google like, to what extent is empathy learned? Right? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you'd come up with some studies. Again, it's a big buzz topic right now, hot topic in science and the news and psychology research. So check it out. It's also relevant in the business world, as we know. Okay. So, so, so cool. I wish we could talk for half an hour on this, Michelle, but our listeners have got to get back to their lives. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks guys for listening. Thanks for the question too. All right, uh-huh. Michelle. See you uh-huh. soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.